Winches and scallywags, rugrats over 18 years of age, prudes avert your ears and eyes. The Asylum Studio brings to you a show to bend your mind and implode your morals. Ethics be damned. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Chaos and Disorder. Chaos and Disorder is back. And I'm not sure we ever mentioned this in live on Blog Talk Radio. You can be a part of this show as it happens, which is really, really when the magic happens. I am your host with the most, the talent, Rick Flieger, joined as always by the man who lives at the intersection of Alzheimer's and long-term alcohol abuse, the only person ever la- ever asked to leave an Eagles game for being too angry. <laughs> Sorry, I got myself with that one. <laughs> I had to take a that, pause. That one was good. <laughs> the way past balding bloviator, creepy Uncle Rick Briggs. And behind the glass, because he clearly can't take a hint, the only thing he's ever actually produced is hipster beard dander and an unpleasant odor, the St. Mary's Sasquatch, and the world's worst fantasy football commissioner, Mr. Alejandro Finkelstein. Yay! You can check out, of all, check out all of Briggs' reviews on the new season of X on the Beach on MTV over on Twitter at Chaos and Disorder. You can find a link to bid on all of my gently used file tiles on Facebook at Chaos in Disorder Pod. And of course, to be a part of the show, write into our exclusive and Rick only, only listener inbox at Let's Play Tummy Sticks at Grinder.com. You do bring your own towel. <laughs> you two need to compose yourselves. I'm trying to kick off the show here. This, this is the important part where people can engage with us. I have to. I, I'm not a very good complimenter, as you well know, but that was well done. I, I'm, you know, hey. I, I'm still laughing. But in case that mailbox is full, oh, no! go to asylumfootball at gmail.com or chaosanddisorderpod at gmail.com and get any questions, comments, whatever you want in there. And all you out there, thanks for voting. Keep voting on pod, podcastmagazine.com. We are number 14. Number 14. That's yes, impressive. Indeed, in That's the hot in, 50. And for this crap, can you imagine how bad all the crap behind us must be if we're the 14th? I don't know. Look down the list. We beat some pretty impressive uh, show hosts. That's uh, that's sad. That yeah, speaks but, poorly for for the podcast community at large. But we certainly appreciate it. So keep voting on podcastmagazine.com. Hot fifty. All right. So before we get going, I swear I don't want to do this every week, <laughs> but I've got to get this out. Oh, can I get up and leave for a while? No, no, you stick around because we need to talk. All right, you <laughs> well, and I. Well, for, we'll, for we'll those talk, listening. but there's some behind-the-scenes no. things you don't no, know I, about I, as well. I don't care. So, so here's here's the first thing we're doing. So, to illustrate my point, right? As as I think I've made everyone well aware, right? I don't receive text messages unless they're I messages at work. Right? Valid. So I was at work for the requisite eight or nine hours today, and I left the facility. Does everyone know how on your iPhone you get that little red box tells you how many text messages you have waiting for you? I hate those red You're the numbers guy, Rick. What does that say? I can't read that. Um, Where am I looking? (laughs) I can't see it. What does that say? 102. 102 text messages. I have gone years without getting 102 text messages. So, number one, I demand you, I demand of you now, pull that Motorola razor out of your pocket, delete that text thread, redo it without your boy a part of it. 
I can't take it anymore. I've had enough. Here's what's happening all weekend. I got stuff to do. I'm doing things. I'm checking in on your stupid fantasy football league. Look, I know nobody cares about anybody's league. I'm checking in on it. I'm bidding. I've got this last $5 I can't freaking get rid of just so I can delete the app until such time as you let me know that we're just picking. I want rid of it all. All weekend, you, 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 Rick Briggs, Stay away from the mic. doing Abbott and Costello shtick to the tune of 178 text messages while I'm trying to mow the goddamn grass. This is what I have to deal with. And you know what? And then you did it the next day. Two days. And you know what? Two days. Me and Dracula knew. It would be you, and it worked to perfection. And then some other dipshit on there, he wants me to pay him to eat peanut butter till he throws up, and that requires 75 text messages. What is wrong with you people? I wasn't in on Go that to work. I Go that. see your children. Do something. Speaking, speaking of work, Alejandro, as you well know, we work in the same place. Good to go from a state audit, 100%. Nobody cares about doing your all, audit. Doing all, doing my work. Doing my I don't know work how you could when you're sending. participating fully. When you're sending a, 176 who's because, on first jokes. Because, how do you get anything done? Because you have no clue what you're doing. It takes you like an hour to like figure out how to use a paperclip. I can't help that. Can't help me what? I can't help that you don't know how to do anything. I, I it know. It takes you all day long to do nothing. I know, I know real well how to ignore these bullshit text messages you that go back and forth all day. You ignore them because you don't understand them. You thought Leon Trotsky was freaking Colonel Sanders last week. <laughs> that has nothing okay. to do. What does your stupid Abbott and Costello shtick have to do with a fantasy football league? Well, it started off, I think, making fun of. Uh, no, I don't Bowser. want an explanation. Wait, yeah. this, this is nonsense. You ask a question. You've got I nothing answer, better you to do. Know. You've got nothing better to do. All Obviously day. not. I was watching the movie while I was doing it. Good God! Hey, who is he talking to? Who? Yes, who? We are not doing this. I will pull these microphones <laughs> yeah. out of the damn wall. I don't know. Second point. I'll deal more with you later. This is actually the third. I assume <laughs> this area, who's area code 213? I have no idea. He's in this text. Thread. Yes, you do. It's. Is it Graham? Graham, I believe. All right. Yes. So Grant, Greg, whatever the hell Graham. your name is. Whatever. Like a Graham cracker. All right, Greg, listen Parker. up. Or actually, you know Graham what? I don't, I don't want to talk to Greg because you're taking me off the text thread. So we're not going to have an opportunity to speak. So I would like you, as his best friend, to deliver a message for me. Okay. All right? Here is the message. Now, it's two parts. So Graham, you can call in if you want. Yes, that number is 215-383-3840. Again, 215-383-3840. So the first part of the message, Greg, go F yourself. <laughs> that was Graham. Now, here's the part. Graham part. It, it's okay. easy for somebody to remember to go F themselves, right? So here's what I want you to emphasize. Upon completion of effing yourself, Greg, continue to eff yourself Graham. until the end of time. <laughs> until the end of time. Because he does the one thing, the one thing if you are in slow fantasy football drafts, you can never do. <laughs> yeah, you're on the clock. Do not yeah. be that guy. Because he was persona non grata for the better part of a month oh. now. And then all of a sudden, on Saturday, while you're doing your goddamn Abbott and Costello shtick, Greg here springs to life and decides 
Here's what I'm going to do. Every time somebody passes, I'm going to send out a list of the remaining 12 people who are on the clock, do the countdown, and do this every 18 seconds for 11 hours. So again, Greg, F yourself and ensure you don't forget Grant. to never stop. <laughs> never, ever stop. I'm you sure. are that guy. You, uh, Saddam Hussein is better than that guy in a fantasy football league. You know what? I bet we're up to number 10 already. Oh, by far. <laughs> There is nothing worse than that. And you know how that is. You're in the Scott Fishbowl. It's the one guy who he's up everybody's ass. Then his turn comes up, and he takes 23 and a half hours to make a pick. Speaking of And then I got to hear why. In July, yeah, then and this thing's still going to be going on. Yeah, but we're having fire auctions here pretty soon. Oh, fire auctions. Great. So, so here's old Greg, nothing. And Greg. then he has to explain, right? He has to explain why he's done it. Well, all of a sudden, he's not feeling well, so he's sitting around with nothing better to do so you other 13 dickheads can hear my wisdom all day. Greg, start it. Graham. Never stop. Never, ever, ever stop. All right, I'm done. Thank God. God, I hate this league. God, it's awful. It's terrible. I mean, just the draft. The draft you know, and the thing is, you know what's really funny about this, this whole thing is right before the show, we were asking why they're neighborly, and, and you and yeah. I aren't. Right. And he's going through this big diatribe on all the neighbors that he's talked to or has interacted with. Correct. But yet he doesn't want to talk with us. Right. People he knows for years. Yes. And had been by his side through thick and thin for years. <laughs> and thin and thick. What I could I do. I walked a mile with this jerk <laughs> to get Pepsi because the store we were at only had Coke. You didn't have to walk with me. You're the one who woke me up at 5.30 in the morning. It was the middle of the day. What do you want? What do you expect? You want to sleep it away? Good God. I, mean, I, I would just like to take an episode and just read the nonsense. That goes on nonstop and see who wouldn't want to murder you in your sleep at the end of this. <laughs> but you want to know one of the biggest stories of, of, of right now that has really captured my attention. Other than the fact that Rick Flieger has resigned from the yeah. dystopian douchebag football league or whatever it's called. <laughs> Alan Lazard is missing Packers camp and wants a long-term deal. Alan Lazard's <laughs> feeling chesty now. Yeah, I love it. Hey, every, everybody, He's the number one guy there, I guess, right? I guess, but geez, oh man, if that's uh he wants to lock it down before those two. I mean, it's not take like he over. can walk in and slap a resume of stats down in front of anybody. You, you wouldn't think, other than he could have a resume that says "only guy on the roster who's ever caught a football before." I guess he's got that and going and I'm for him. Twenty years younger than Randall Cobb, <laughs> right? So I guess I guess he does have that going on for him. So I don't know. Some, some of this contract, yeah, the Aaron Donald one made sense. I'm not sure yeah. about the uh, the Alan Lazard one, however. 109 receptions. Hey. This is total career. Yeah, total career. Hey, exactly. That's 109 more than the three of us got combined. I guess we'll give him that. Well, we're not holding that and wanting a long-term contract with the Packers well, either. That, so. That's true. That's you know what? We're holding that from CBS and want a long-term <laughs> well, yeah, contract yeah, with yeah, them until they pony I up. Think, yeah. I think I'm going to hold in until I get my long-term contract from uh, Asylum. Yeah, you keep, keep doing it. You keep holding it. Maybe <laughs> yeah. tug it a couple of times yeah. too, and we'll we'll <laughs> let you know. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll talk to Graham about how to do that. Yeah, Greg, yeah. Uh, stupid Greg. Yeah. Oh, I don't feel good today, so I'm going to keep you all updated. Never, 
ever stop, Greg. Okay, never. let it go. Never. Let it no, go. I, I hate him. Graham. I hate him. He doesn't know who you're talking to. You call him by the wrong name. No, never stop. Graham. <laughs> never stop. And I might not have been as angry if it wasn't for you. <laughs> I expect more from you. Like these other drug addicts what? and I... ne'er-do-wells. So you don't expect me to try to irritate you? This in no way was directed directly at me. It's too big of a group. This is you thinking, oh, uh, now they're in my wheelhouse. I'm going to do the waka wakas for 48 straight hours. No, that was me no. and Dracula. We, no, we, all, we knew what we were doing. All I, can ho- all I could hope was you were walking down the street while you were doing this. A flower pot fell off a windowsill, hit you in the head, and you rolled into the street and got rolled over by a bread truck. That's all one could hope for. Okay. But apparently there is no God. Why, why would <laughs> I be walking trucks. down the street? I don't know. Well. That's all I could hope you've for. You've known me for years. Why would I be walking down the and, street? And it's one thing to do that on a Sunday. And who has a flower pot? Because what I envision, it's afternoon on a Sunday, so you're drunk as a rat and can't stand up. So this is how you're keeping yourself alive at this point. Do you picture him humming or whistling a tune? But you rolled this into a business day. Now this goes on all day on a Monday. On a Monday. Well, you know the song. Commerce happens on Monday. Monday. Commerce happens there. Can't trust that day. Someone is paying you for your time, and you are spending it going into hour 37 of who's on first, Dick, and slapping your knee like you just invented something. And again, I wanted to hit you with a stick. I wanted wanted to get a fork and just jab it in your eye. That's good. Mission accomplished. Meanwhile, Greg's saying, three guys left. Shut up. All right, I got to move off of this. I am so angry. So angry. I got so angry, if you noticed on Monday, for the first time, I sent a text on the thread demanding that this stop. It was fantastic. Well, we know that. We know that. And here's the text that I had specifically to Dracula. Who? I Who's said, Dracula? Bram. Oh. Who? And I said... Don't. And I said... And we have a winner. And he writes back, you know, LMAO, of course. Well, of and course, I said, because they're all 14-year-old girls, all of you. I said, it's like getting fat ass to cry in Shawshank. <laughs> and he wrote, I guess we're done for now. I said, apparently. <laughs> Again. It was beautiful. Flower was pot, wonderful. bread truck. He knew what was going on an hour before you even got mad. <laughs> the whole time I'm like, oh, it's, it's coming sooner or later. <laughs> I was mad from the beginning on Sunday. I'm on a ladder all morning. I'm on a mower all afternoon. And all day, every eight seconds, my pocket. I've got old parents. I've got a 98-year-old grandmother. You worry, the phone starts jingling. you got to take a look at it, lest somebody's dead. And no, it's you shitheads with your who's on first and, and stupid Greg letting me know Graham. how many people are still left to bid on Greg Jennings or some bullshit. I can't take it anymore. Enough. What? Uh, get your razor out. Your boy is out. What? Out. Out of the text thread. What? I... Rip that microphone right out of the wall. See, see, I'm not doing that. I I did it. I got my joy out of it, and I'm not perpetuating it. I I hate all of you. I'm very mature. I hate all of you. I will perpetuate it with bringing my own towel. (laughs) Foul towel is is the correct term. You you can bid on a gently used one on Facebook. I think we're up to eight now. We must be. Probably. 
Well, I mean, I we could talk about sports. We could. What, since we're talking about the NFL, dark days in the NFL is Frank Gore and Ryan Fitzpatrick announced their retirements in the same day. I didn't That's think... like 75% of our in-season shtick gone. What are we going to do? I'm really bummed about Frank Gore and Fitzpatrick. Well, the thing is, Rick and I... Going back to the fantasy days, we're writing Frank Gore off for seven years. <laughs> He's been ready to retire <laughs> since the mid-90s. But, yeah, I mean, he was a very solid running back, very good football player. And do what? I sound all right? This sounds, all of a sudden, it seems like it went kind of tinny. No, he's, I don't hear it. But it must be in your head. Fitzpatrick, headphones. what a character. Yeah, he's a fun guy. I, I think the league misses a guy like that. Nobody better. Jameis Winston is who I most attribute to Ryan Fitzpatrick because you never know what you're going to get. There are right. days or moments in time when you are going to see something spectacular and then just spectacular failures. Both guys, and Winston's the modern-day Fitzpatrick. It, he drops back. You don't know what's going to happen. Something but, will. But something's fitting to happen. It isn't going to be anything normal, not a normal completion, not a normal incompletion. Something exciting is going to happen when either of these guys hits their back foot. Well, the, the thing that was really good about Fitzpatrick is – one game for an entire game, he would look like, you know, and a great example is Nick Foles' Super Bowl performance. Right. And the next game, he would look like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I, yeah. You know, it was. Well, and you remember that magical run with the Jets, I believe it was, right? He, he did went, one more win. He went on that eight or nine game stretch. Was he was probably the best quarterback in the NFL. They need one more win against what was then a lonely, lowly Buffalo Bills team. And he goes out and throws six interceptions in the first half or something absurd like that. It's just, you, you can't even believe, you can't make this stuff up. Or was he with Buffalo and it was against the Jets? It was something like yeah, that. I can't weird, remember. Yeah. But but just exciting. Now, now, Frank Gore is interesting, right? By the pure numbers, if you didn't put the amount of years played or name beside it, 3,735 carries for 16,000 yards, 3,985 yards receiving, and 100 total touchdowns, you're arguing that's a Hall of Famer. But yeah. Frank Gore's not a Hall of Famer, is he? You know, I don't know, Rick, because, I mean, you think about, well, to me, and obviously we don't get to vote, but you, but the Hall of Fame in of itself is supposed to be a you know at least a very good career, um, a model citizen, you know, right. inspiration, a leader, you know, longevity. Uh, I mean, there's very few exceptions that didn't have longevity. You know, Gail Sayers comes to mind, but I mean. Very few that didn't have a long career. He's had it all. He's had a long career. He's a great leader, a great teammate, pillar of the community, you know, charity fundraisers, blah, blah, blah. I mean, Frank Gordon had it all, right? Right. I mean, to me, I think he's a shoe-in. Really? You yes. think he's a shoe-in? Wow. I mean, from – because now, you know – it's all numbers now, is what right. it is. People, that, well, you know, you look at so and so's numbers, you know, whoever Baker Mayfield, he had better numbers than Terry Bradshaw, Terry yeah. Bradshaw, Roger Staubacher, Joe Namath, you know, and all that. But you know, it's not just all numbers, to me anyway. I mean, it's a Hall of Fame. It's not right. a Hall of Numbers. 
And I think that becomes the million-dollar question. I remember having endless, and this was kind of when I decided I was done with online debates that I find so infuriating. It started while we were out there back when we used to cover the Hall of Fame. Right. And the year Jerome Bettis went in. And I got in this endless debate with a couple of guys who there was a sentiment amongst, I think, a minority of people, but a sentiment that, you know, Jerome Bettis, again, based on the numbers, was a stat compiler, right? He stuck around long enough to compile stats to make him. Now, I think there were some intangibles with Jerome Bettis that, well, maybe not, but that separate him from Frank Gore. I've always been of the notion, and I remember arguing this for Jerome Bettis back then, that I think there's something to be said for longevity. There's exactly. something to be said about being able to play 15 years as a running back, right? Right. And, and, you know, the argument you read against Frank Gore now is, well, you know, he was never the best of his era. I'm tired of that argument. Otherwise, there would be only one person you know, a year. Right? Take each position. How many total positions are there combined? About nine, you know, they, where there's two or some other nine or ten. So only nine or ten people would get in every eight to ten years. So I, I don't like that argument. In that stretch, it hasn't been I wouldn't consider him Hall of Fame worthy. In recent years, but you look at those years with San Francisco early on, 1,600 yards, 1,100, 1,000, 1,100, 1,200, 1,200, almost 1,200. I mean, he, he for a long time, yeah. he was in the top five of running backs exactly. in this league. So, random factoid, his rookie year, he played in 14 games. His last year that he actually played, he played in 15 games. His last year at age 37, 653 yards compared to his rookie year, 608. Longevity. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think that, I, that should be rewarded, right? Oh, definitely. I, I, I agree 100%. I mean, it's to me um, – in... Well, what's funny is you say his name, I don't feel like you say Frank Gore, you think Hall of Famer. If there's a Hall of Very Good – He's a first balloter. But when you look at it, when you think about it, I'm starting to be convinced Frank Gore should be in. Yeah, and then but then you have the number purists. Well, you know, he's got more yards than Jim Brown does. Jim Brown's in the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, what's the same yeah. thing with the passing. I mean, the passing is what, oh, much, that's so ridiculous. much more skewed in the receiving yards. I mean, People have no idea, you know, and I grew up watching the guy. People have no idea how great Lance Allworth was. Right. It just wasn't the passing amount of yards yeah. in the, in that era back then. But some of the years that he had yards per catch and, and the amount of touchdowns and so forth, it's phenomenal. It, but I'm, I'm with you. Longevity. How many years did he play? He's 15. Rookie year 20. Okay, yeah. 15, 16, right? Yeah, 16 years, right? Yeah, 16. That's a long time a, for a running, running back. back. Oh, yeah. That is monstrous when you're talking about the average career length in the NFL is, what, two and a half years or well, some weird – I mean, it, it's very little. I don't know what exactly it is. Three years, I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, two and a half or three years. Yeah. Well, and you know what they always said about running backs after they turned 30. He made it to 38. Yeah. 38. Right. Like, come on. It, so, And I think that's something – I. I don't think you just say anybody who can have a long career deserves getting the Hall of Fame. No, but, but he if was it's close with every, at, right, at an ex- extremely high level for years through his twenties. Yeah, I mean, like, he had a thousand yards in twenty sixteen. You know, so he's eleven years into his career. Then had another nine sixty one the year following. I mean, right. Again, a thousand yards isn't what it used to be in a fourteen game season, but that is still the measure by which. 
we or the number by which we measure success for a running back in a season is a thousand yards. Now I know receptions have but become more important, right? But you don't see the amount of carries like you used to. No, for, for the most part, because it's not a running game anymore. Right? Yeah, the the game's completely changed, exactly. and so so receiving becomes more important. But I tell you, the, the more I thought about it, I think he's probably not a first ballot guy, but I think eventually Frank Gore belongs in the Hall of Fame. I do too. Adrian Peterson or Frank Gore, who gets in first? Or who would you nominate first? Oh, Adrian Peterson. He was the best of his era. Yeah, yeah, there is no doubt about that. So on the flip side, being a numbers guy, I mean, Frank Gore has better numbers. He's got a total numbers. Yeah, total numbers. He's got a few more years on AD. It it is. But they're viable years with Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. I mean, I don't think that it diminishes – you know, it's kind of like, whatever, I don't know, Barry Sanders and Earl Campbell, whatever the case may be. Well, Barry Sanders got better numbers, you know. Fine. They're still both Hall of Fame worthy. I right. Mean, you know, we can debate whoever we want who we think's better. But I don't think that diminishes the fact that Gore should be in there. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's uh, – And I think Fitzmagic should get in the Hall of Pretty Awesome anyhow. Oh, yeah. There's got to be a Hall of Fame for – I don't know, just just being cool, yeah, just being and different, just yeah, different, right? And and I really like, especially later in his career, in the last few years, how he's kind of embraced that Fitz magic, and he he's dressing weird and, and doing yeah. weird things. I I just like that. He just he looks like he had more fun being Ryan Fitzpatrick than you and I ever had any fun being Rick Flieger or Rick Briggs. You know, he just sort of enjoyed he had a it. lot more fun being Ryan Fitzpatrick than Jay Cutler did having being <laughs> Jay Cutler. That's for sure. Well, he married that reality star, and she was a big pain. And did you ever watch that show? I, I dummied into that one day. You probably didn't even know he had a show. Yeah, I did. <laughs> we, I never watched it, but I knew he did. And then I was sitting there thinking, what do they do? He just sits there and stares well, in a corner? That's kind of what it was. So so his wife, I, I think they've since gotten divorced or are, are in the process of getting divorced. So... The, she was kind of the main character of the show. She started some clothes store or something there down in Nashville. So most of the time it was spent spending her, and it was the, the woman drama like all these reality right. shows are. But for about 15 minutes of each episode, they would just sort of check in on Jay Cutler on whatever he was doing. And he's just living in this yuppie neighborhood, but he's got a big yard. So, you know, it's just, I'm going to go buy some goats today. And you watch Jay Cutler go buy goats, and then the wife come home and yell at him. Or the wife comes home all mad because Brittany called her a skank or something. You know what happens on these shows. And, and yeah. Jay Cutler being as disinterested as only Jay Cutler can be and her getting all bitter. It was fascinating television. It really was. I suggest going back and watching it if you can find it. It was excellent. Jay Cutler. <laughs> How do we get on to Jay I, Cutler? I don't know. You, you brought him up, I think. Exactly. Because he wasn't as fun as Ryan Fitzpatrick. Well, no, nah, no. Nah. Maybe. He seemed happy, though. You know, one of the really coolest stories is the Live Tour I wanna, versus the PGA Tour. I want to go in-depth in that. Maybe we sell a little coffee here, come I back. Cause I, I want to go in-depth because I, I am. I, I overuse this phrase, but I am fascinated by what's going on with this Live Tour. And so I want to dive deep into that. So I'm going to calm down. I'm going to relax. Greg. But don't forget, Graham. never, ever, ever stop. Let's buy some coffee. I'm going to reset. 
Come back, back. Talk the live tour right after this. Let's talk about our sponsor, Dead Sled Coffee. Dead Sled Coffee strives to create a culture of acceptance and respect no matter what your level of coffee knowledge is. They are distinguished coffee for the exceptional and unconventional. They offer amazing products that do not require your dictionary or your atlas to appreciate. Feel comfortable ordering their coffee and know that it is not a crime if you do not know where the beans came from or where it was processed. They have done all the work for you, having slurped and snipped through endless cuppings so you can just sit back and enjoy your coffee experience. Not sure what to try? Well, try some of their new signature blends, the Robert England blend, the Kiss blend, and the Cypress Hill blend. Go to deadsledcoffee.com. Use the promo code DEADSLED. 15 and take 15% off your order. Deadsledcoffee.com. And hey, tell them Fligger and Briggs sent you. And why wouldn't they be thrilled to be associated with this fantastic radio? So, Rick, before the break, I'll let you kick it off. Seth, you're up. Nominate someone. Ugh. We can't send 47 text messages about that? I'm on it. Ugh. Stupid As league. producer, I think you need to concentrate more on the show than talking now, to your buddy I, Seth. I'll tell you what. I will produce the show if he will do anything to push this abortion along. Just <laughs> get it to the point where we can sit down, fill up these godforsaken rosters, and move on with our lives. I'll see what I can do. You want satisfaction. Sa- I demand satisfaction. Foul towel. You know, All the awful <laughs> shit I say, that's the one that finally got you guys. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, it just came out. Uh, Ian Rappaport just reported that Cooper Cup got a three-year extension worth about $75 million bucks. Boy, the Rams are... Are the Rams the only team without a salary cap? How are they doing? I don't know. I was just going to bring that up. It's I'm like, wow. so glad you brought that up because I thought the NFL was the last bastion of hope that we would not get into MLB and NBA type right. teams. It is getting ridiculous. Well, obviously they've done something because there is a salary cap in the NFL, and they've skirted around the cap number somehow. I mean, they're, they're the first NFL team I've ever seen before last year go out and just acquire enough players to win a Super Bowl. You, you sign Matt Stafford. You, you bring in – You sign uh, now you sign Cup. You give Aaron Donald $11 billion just a few <laughs> hours ago. Who else have they brought in? They, they brought in three or four other big names this offseason. I don't well, know how they're doing in, it. Uh, Beckham, but only because Odell. Woods went down. Right. But, you know, um, you know, Woods is gone. I don't know what his contract was. Who am I missing? Was. Allen Robinson they brought Allen in. Allen Robinson I they mean, brought I just, in, yes, I, I don't exactly. know how they're doing it. And I don't know, because, you know, they didn't just throw Allen Robinson a bat box of saltine crackers either. That was, uh, I don't remember the numbers, but it was fairly steep. And last year they brought in Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Like, right. Just let's, right. let's buy that trophy. Yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm befuddled. I just don't know how they keep doing it. Nobody else in the league can seem to pull it off. I mean, Tampa Bay started it with Brady and everybody coming in, and then the Rams were just like, hold my beer. Yeah, <laughs> watch this. And then there's Cleveland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They've got a real conundrum. Here's $230 million. Are, are we getting to the point where I don't think I ever had any doubt Deshaun Watson would be suspended for this entire year? Like when that rumor came out, it was going to be eight games or six games. I didn't believe that. 
I figured my baseline going into this season and the and why with all the bad blood they've kept Baker Mayfield around is they and I and most people believe Deshaun Watson was going to sit out this season. Now there's more coming. And then the story, I don't even want to talk about the stories that come out last night with the text right. messages that are being released. And you think I say nasty stuff. <laughs> Some of this stuff. I think we are to the point there is every possibility he never plays again. And the Browns have mortgaged their entire future for him. And I don't know what the cap implications are, if any, if he never plays. But you talk about a garbage franchise almost getting to the point, and then this would set him back for 20 years. Well, if if he's suspended indefinitely, he obviously has got to free up the cap money, right? Because I think they only have like a million dollar maybe I don't know minimum salary if, if he is suspended. I think that's all that they have to pay him. This year's contract is one million dollars, and they have a clause in there if there are any more transgressions that come up post them signing him. It's pretty much all voidable except for the one million dollars. Now, if it's voided, does it come off the cap? Is there still a cap penalty? They only have to pay that one million dollars. Okay, this year. so yeah, so I, so I, other than the trove of draft picks they gave up, which they right. can't get back, Wait, right. they can't get that back. Plus, they have basically exiled Baker Mayfield. Well, and they yeah. have nobody else. Yeah, he's yeah. still going to have to leave, In right? Fact, you now, can't repair well, that. They had, a mutual agreement with Baker that he is excused from Brown's mandatory minicamp. <laughs> he was busy, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah. okay, Baker. Yeah, had to help the wife some, some stuff around the house. Yeah. We'll give him hell in July, right? Yeah. He's got to <laughs> deliver that box to Alice Cooper at the, over at the <laughs> Rock I do Roll love those thing. commercials. Yeah. I really do. We understand that you had shoulder surgery, and why don't you just rest that a little bit longer? Yeah, even though we were just going to kick you to the curb because we thought we had uh, Deshaun Watson – just take a little more time. You know, we may need you. Yeah, but I mean, it, it is unbelievable. You know, at what point does the league just have to say this, this is unsustainable, right? You know, well, what point did the league just say, you know, Cleveland, you know, <laughs> just, clean house and get somebody in yeah. there and knows what the hell they're doing? Do you think they're the league's taking this long because they're trying to get all their ducks in a row for either a a season-long suspension or an indefinite suspension. Well, like, if I'm not mistaken, Lord Goodell doesn't make these decisions anymore. That falls on, and I forget her name. I heard it just oh, yeah, you're last right. week. Yeah. Um, God, I can't. I, yeah, I'd have to yeah. look it up. But yeah, he's not the decision. Yeah, I can't even remember I, her title to look it up. But, but right. you're right. At least I'm sure at the end of the day, his His Highness gets final say. But Probably, but, but he has been so inconsistent over the years. Mm-hmm. It's no wonder they finally made this decision. How this will turn out, we have no idea. But, I mean, we are to the point if 10% of this is true, right? 10% of this That's is still true. still 2.4 women. Right. And in a league where who has, like everybody else, embraced social issues, right? If you had avoided all of them altogether and you could say that's got nothing to do with here, then then you have the cover of we're going to let the legal process play out. At this point, there's no criminal charges. Therefore, there's nothing we can do. They haven't done that, and, and for good reason, with, with a lot of the domestic abuse issues and the different social issues this league has taken on, you've kind of taken a stand, right? And so now you have this going on, at least until 
until this is all settled and wrapped up, which could be years and years and years, I would have to assume, with this level and this just sheer volume of issues, you can't have this guy playing in your league and then run commercials for this laundry list of social issues that you stand in support of while this guy who, at least on the surface, right, at least from what we know, is a predator, and you're going to have him hold him up as one of your stars in your league, you can't do it. It's it's insanity. And, you know, if you just look at it logically, now, obviously, you know, there, there are no criminal charges, blah, blah, blah. We all know, set that aside. But you just look at this logically. This is one of the best athletes in the NFL. Right. He relies on his body for his livelihood, the talent that he possesses in that body of his to do what he does on a football field. Now, why in the world – that somebody that has to rely solely on his body doesn't have two, maybe three massage therapists that knows his body, knows you know how to manipulate you know the joints and everything right. to do that. He has gone to sixty-six right. different massage therapists in the last, I think. Last, I don't know, year or something like that. 17 months. 17 months. Yeah, I knew it was a little bit more in a year. I hadn't heard And they're numbers. all female. Well. So, I mean, no, I mean, but look at it logically. No, no right, right. That's the thing. Yeah. And, and, and on top of that, he doesn't care about their credentials as far as how in-depth they are or obviously. their degrees. That, yeah, can you come yeah. over right away? Right. I mean, Well, and I think – we got a tacit acknowledgement of what was really going on from his lawyer. Did you see that? I just say I yeah, never thought I'd hear right. the phrase "happy the endings" ending, on right. Sports Center before, but I know. but I did. It's 2022. That's the world we live. And look, that in and of itself, while untoward, we call that a Robert Kraft situation, right? While it said, well, I don't think that would be a disqualifier from playing professional football. But it certainly lends credence then to these other things that are being brought up, which do, does then probably disqualify yeah, you. I, it, Not for playing pro football, but from representing the National Football League. Right. And, and I mean, it's just, to me, it's just a, a logical way. Look, these guys travel around with their own chef, you know, everything like it. Don't tell me that, you know, if you're not looking for happy endings, you're you're <laughs> traveling around with a couple of masseuses, you know. Well, but again, the therapists. lawyer made it clear that's precisely what he's doing. The only thing yeah. in question now is was he committing further assaults than beyond that? You know that I don't. I have, at this point, I have to assume, right? I don't know that, and, and people get mad if you even say that. I don't know what happened, but boy, at some point, there's enough smoke where yeah. if I'm the NFL and not the Cleveland Browns, but if I were the Houston Texans, at some point, you just got to say, look, you, you could even say this, look, dude, I believe you, but man, I can't, I, I just can't have this. I'm sorry. You just, you got to go. And, and I know it's not that simple with, with the union and contracts and, and if, if on the one in one billion chance this thing wasn't true, you hate to see a guy lose his livelihood. But come on, at what point do you say, <laughs> just no, it's too much? It's just too much. I agree. Did you read some of the court documents from the uh, the witnesses going on stand? I don't think I saw those. That, it was part of that New York Times article, and like 
the stuff that he was doing, like, it was 100% predatory. I, yeah. Like, that, that is 100% my opinion. That does not reflect the views of the show, but... Yeah, because we won't stand for, for any... Any improprieties, improprieties. Yes, good term. <laughs> but like, we're a stand-up organization right. here. This, Chaos and this disorder. is the Asylum Studios, Mister. <laughs> Con- considering the story that I told you about the stereotypical Butler County day that I had today, <laughs> that's a good day. The, what I read literally left me in shock and awe. Yeah, it, it's amazing. But we're gonna have to. Just keep a close eye on it. Let it play out. We need to get in depth on the live tour. Yeah, we're going to run out of time. Yeah, so we used up that whole segment. Let's (laughs) sell some sandwiches, and then (laughs) the rest of the show, however long we need to go, there's a lot on that live tour. So there is. There it is. That wasn't bad. Slight delay, but he got it. I thought we'd go with something a little bit more relaxed. Give yourself a yay for that one. You're mellowing me out. Can't do both at the same time. All right. This time we promise we're going to talk live tour right after this. We would like to take this opportunity to tell you about our sponsor and friends, the Chop Shop in Butler, Pennsylvania. The Chop Shop is leading the way in the western Pennsylvania area for good eats. With fresh menus, great specials, in-house made desserts, and the recently added iced tea, lemonade, and milkshake bar, you are sure to find something to fulfill that craving or hankering, and even a little something extra for that sweet tooth. Yep, they even have gluten-free and vegetarian options as well. You know, between Facebook, Google, Yelp, and TripAdvisor, they average 4.7 out of 5, and that's over a 10-year span, so they are consistently killing it. You can check them out on Facebook, but also at ChopShopButler.com. Or do yourself a favor and visit them at 108 North Main Street, Butler, Pennsylvania. And tell them Flieger and Briggs sent you. And buy the the poutine and get you a piece of ho-ho cake. That's where it's at. Head on down to the chop shop. So before we go off the rails, Rick, the live tour. Indeed. And so it is live, right? It's not yeah, L-I-V. That's what everybody now that's what I've they're heard calling. on the radio, you know, different right. networks, that's what they're calling it now. I remember last week, it was the first time we had really yeah. seen it. What is this? Thing, so was that know? 54 thing he said last week BS, or does that still mean 54? We're just pronouncing it live. Well, I think that's, they don't want to call it the 54 tour. That'd be pretty cool. Or though. the L-I-V tour. You could so call it tour live. 54. That's hire me as a marketing guy. Exactly. Now, see, of course, that then they then they would equate that to like Studio Fifty Four. We know what I'm, happened. There. That's where I'm thinking. But it's Deshaun still, Watson would yeah. want to play. Yeah. All. <laughs> it's, it is still no three nines. Three nines. Oh, I know. It took me a second there. I've been angry today. I'm still decompressing. You they have right yes. now, Rick. At last count. Seven major tour winners committed to the live tour now. Yeah. I mean, Dustin Johnson was the big one until today. Bryson <laughs> DeChambeau. DeChambeau. Does that hurt you? Your you boy, know? Patrick Reed. Patrick joined. Reed, my, my favorite golfer on the tour. And, tournament. of course, my favorite golfer of all time, the Mick. Yeah. I Ricky mean, Fowler. Huh? Ricky Fowler. Yeah. Are we calling him the Mick now? I like that. I don't know. Me and my brother do that just for fun. You know, <laughs> Marshmallow Man, the Mick. <laughs> I think Mickey Mantle would be offended. That's yeah, a good point. Never <laughs> thought about that. You're right. But, um, yeah, Ricky Fowler, um, not a major winner. 
but certainly a, a brandable name, very right. popular. Um, you know, he's one of those guys that I have been waiting for really to come into his own and yeah. break out. He never has. Yeah, he's just a whole lot of pert near in, yeah. in his career. And, and he seems like a, a cool guy. You know, he dresses right. a little different. Yeah. Young guy. Just, just wasn't quite there. You know, really, at the end of the day, as a golfer, he's just kind of another guy. He's just a good personality, which is why, why he which becomes a household want. name. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, boy, you, you wonder what this means, right? And I mean, these guys aren't only, you know – you wonder, did the PGA Tour overplay their hand? Sure they did. Yeah, where they said, They're trying to play hardball, and you know what? The U.S. Open says they can play. Yeah. Royal and Ancient haven't come out yet, but I, you know it's an open. They're going to oh, allow them yeah. to play. The Masters is going to allow the them Masters to play. Masters does whatever the hell the Masters yeah. wants to do. <laughs> They'll quit the Live Tour to yeah. play the Masters. Right, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but it, So that leaves them the PGA. Yeah. And, and, and the rest of the tournament events, you know. I mean, I, I can imagine that. I may be wrong on this, but I'm going to assume that probably tournaments like Canadian Open, Scottish Open, Irish Open probably aren't on the PGA Tour. Right, yeah. They're probably just a country's open, which means yeah. they can play in all that stuff, yeah, too. They, they can go in and play there. And I, I mean, and that's the thing. They initially come out and they said, you know, if you go play in these events, you are banned. And so Dustin Johnson says, <laughs> and Kevin Nabo <laughs> say, all right, fair enough. I'll tell you what. I'll make it easy. I quit. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah and there's so much nonsense going on Twitter. I was, I was going through some of these tweets the last couple of days, and they're saying, you know, that, of course, they're not going to support watching the golfers, and they're canceling them, blah, 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 because of that. And then other people are coming out, well, employees quit their jobs all the time. Well, they're not employees. No, no, they are, you know, they're they're the contract PGA, killers is what they are. It's the PGA being threatened by another tour right. and is wanting to take their ball and go home, but unfortunately nobody wants to play with their ball. Right. <laughs> Forever 13. I can't help it. <laughs> Does it matter which one? Let's see. See? I knew a guy in college only had one. And he one. gets mad at us. <laughs> right. He only had one. We called him One Hung Low. That nickname stuck with him into his 30s, I'm given to understand. But I digress. So. <laughs> I knew a guy. There we go. His name, but this has nothing to do with anything juvenile like that. Oh, well, then I'm color me disinterested. But his name was Bill. 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 And Bill. we moved, moved. Watch it now. There's a lot of Bills in my family. And um, we moved in to this neighborhood when I was probably like 10, I don't know, something like that. Well, he was a couple years older than me. And, of course, you you guys weren't around him, but there was a show on TV called My Three Sons. Yes. And, you know, you had, you know, Robbie, Chip, and Ernie. Of course, Ernie was one of the glasses and the buck teeth. This guy looked just like him. I like how it's, of course. <laughs> <laughs> well, my brother, who's like six years older than me, and he says, he just started calling him Ernie because he looked like Ernie on my three sons. Now, bear in mind, this is like he's 12. That name stuck with him, employers, yeah. everybody. <laughs> 
till he was in his mid twenties. I lost contract or contact with him. Every and I worked at places he worked at, and the golf pro walked by and goes, "Hey, Ernie, how you doing? My name's Bill." <laughs> and he would just laugh at him, like, "Yeah, right, Ernie." I'm, yeah. Please tell me at some point he got called Big Ern. No. Oh. Absolutely true story. A Greek urn. Yeah. <laughs> there it went. This is not one hung low. There's not this improprieties is on this show. One of my good friends, who I will be seeing next week, I'm in at the beach. He Too lives. Hung high. He lives down <laughs> south. I named him when we worked together at a Long John Silver's in 1995. I thought he looked like Lumpy Rutherford from Leave It to there Beaver. There you go. Yeah. To this day. His mother calls him Lumpy. That name grew hair to his parents call him Lumpy. His son calls him Lumpy. His name is Lumpy. Nobody in the world knows his name is John. His name is Lumpy. Lumpy. It's stuck to that level. And bringing it full circle, that's another Bill Murray character. What? Scrooged. His girlfriend called him Lumpy. Big Urn. I'm not aware. I'm not aware of how he came into this but you don't know what else i was trying to do while you were doing your abbott and costello stick hold on (laughs) this is newsworthy oh these are things i don't normally do okay i attended a motion picture live and in person oh i wonder which one it was. i have seen a motion picture certainly not top gun absolutely (laughs) top gun maverick and i gotta tell you it was awesome you can try to be all highbrow and you're too cool for it it is exactly what Top Gun Maverick should have been. There was no politics. I don't know what it should have been. I watched the first one. No General Douchery. It was the first one again, only with cooler special effects. It oh, was yeah, great. Obviously, it yeah. was great. It, it was awesome. And you know I that's why it. they're making these kind of movies. Yes, because we're done obviously. with everything. Not everything has to be smart. Not everything has to solve all the world's social issues. It's just guys yeah. flying around in airplanes. But you know Who doesn't I, like that? But you know what I miss, though. Of course, you know it, it's changed because now we have the superheroes and the and the. Well, yeah, and it wasn't a freaking comic book movie, yeah. right? And, and the master spies like John Wick and all yeah. them kind of guys. You know, I miss the old Clint Eastwood just killing everybody. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, it's just, you just need a couple Westerns now and again. Yeah. Hey, did you ever see The Ballad of Buster Scruggs? What do you think? That's a negative. Ooh. I mean, I have, but oh. okay. I meant Flieger. Well, yeah, nah, I'm not seeing that. Why? Okay, what am I going to do? Yeah, I'm going to watch two movies? I, I saw the Top Gun one. What but else the, do you want from me? The thing is about Buster Scruggs is you could actually, it's like four or five movies in one. You could watch one for like 15, 20 minutes and it's over. It's true. But I may never go back. Am I good but, with one? But you'd still see one. Okay. Yeah. Well, I could do that. I was going to say, the first one is very good. I love the one with Tom Waits. Yeah. That was that is excellent. Yeah. I do have one quibble with Top Gun, though. and I wait, but I wait, I need a spoiler. Is the motorcycle in it? Oh, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. I, I he gets the call. Is this all the deeper we're getting into the live we'll, we'll, we'll get back. Okay. We'll, we'll get back here. I have questions about the courses. Anyways, yeah, that, that motorcycle, I that was like the Lamborghini Contosh. Oh, yeah. Have you seen it, too? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> yet. So the only so it plays into what I liked about it. There was no politics. There was no message to it whatsoever. But at the same time, it bothered me when it ultimately went down the same way, where they got called up to this op and they had to do something with this hostile country. 
but they never name what country it is. Of course so they don't. Just, there, there's no mention. It wasn't Russia. It wasn't China. It wasn't, nobody. It's just, we've got to go. Here's where it is. Here's what we got to do. No mention. We're blowing planes out of the sky. No flag on it. No mention of who no we were fighting. No war. No, no. It's just, <laughs> it, yeah. it, it, was, it was spoiler alert. Plug your ears if you, if you haven't seen this thing yet. But there was, there was in this, just in this mountain. They don't even tell you where the mountain is. So they had to go out on an aircraft oh, carrier. Oh, mountain. Yeah, that, so it was obviously in a different country because they were out in the middle of the ocean for a long time <laughs> but but they go out there and there's just this uranium buried in this mountain and they got a hole about the size of a manhole cover they got to hit a couple of times kong island Makes i don't sense. i don't know what that means piece no. it together yeah king kong yeah bingo he has his own island well, why would we blow him up Maverick wouldn't do That's that. That's how a gorilla got so huge, all that uranium. See? Well, it could be. <laughs> all right, I guess it all yeah, makes exactly. sense now. But we don't know where we were at, who we were fighting, who we were knocking out of the air. So I liked it, but it bothered me at the same time. I, I agree. I mean, you like to see – that's one thing I liked about, you know, like the old World War II flicks. You know who they're fighting. Right. Yeah, yeah they, they, they just go out and start yeah. shooting planes Yeah, you, you know who to root for, you know, yeah. now. <laughs> it was just yeah. like, you know. Well, maybe Mavericks a douche. Yeah, I yeah, I don't win. know who's he. You know, <laughs> yeah. do, you know, what countries do we like? You know, we're just kind of cool countries that mind yeah. our own business and do cool shit. I don't what? want them knocking them out of the Why air. Why are they you know? shooting down Scottish Yeah, planes? yeah. <laughs> who, who are they hurting? Yeah. You know, they're just, they're just out buzzing little, around. Little biplanes, <laughs> you know, with a propeller. Maverick just, bang, <laughs> lets them have. Why does Switzerland have an air force? Yeah, I thought they were neutral. <laughs> Anyhow, the live tour. I don't know. This show, yeah. good God. Chaos I, and disorder, welcome. This, this is four, the number 14 podcast in the country right now is what you're telling me. That's absurd. Well, can't help it. So so here's the thing. So the, so the PGA overplays their hand. just what the hand. doctor ordered, apparently. Right. Yeah, could be. I, I feel better. As much as I wanted to choke you until you died <laughs> before the show, I feel better now. So that's good. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that, that rage will come back in pretty short order, <laughs> no I'm doubt. certain. But, no doubt. But for right now, I got it off my chest. This is my outlet. So here's the thing. Now that, you know, especially if if the what what is it, the Royal and whatever, the who own the open, the British yeah, Open. Yeah, the Royal and Ancient. Royal and yeah. Ancient. They come out and say all these live tour players are welcome at our tournament, which I'm one hundred percent convinced they and will. I will bet you a million dollars the Live Tour won't schedule nothing in July no, the no. week of the British Open. No, I they know. Promise. No, they know. So and Dustin Johnson he flat out said, I'm gonna play over here. Get my two hundred million dollars, and I'm going to play in the majors. Why the right. hell would he want to go play in the Shell Houston Open? Right. I mean, what—that's what I don't understand. What leverage the PGA Tour has here? There's no le- The only leverage they have is on young players. That okay, you have to win a PGA right. tournament to get to the Masters, right? Um. And I don't know some of the other qualifications, but U.S. Open and British Open are opens. You right. qualify for that. Yeah, you're in. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's you win a tournament to get into the PGA and the Masters. That is basically the only leverage they yeah. have, and that's on on inexperienced or you know not so fortunate players so far. Right. Yeah. And and so when you get to the name recognition that the Live Tour will offer you this big money, who wouldn't take it? Exactly. You know, it's just so I don't know what what leverage they thought they had. And, and here's what I had to imagine. You correct me if I'm wrong. I can tell you what leverage they thought they had because I dealt with the tour. The tour. 
everything in any public, you know, any correspondence I ever had with them, capital T H E, capital T O U R, the tour, the tour, and and the tour will dictate where the cups go. The tour will tell you the green speed desired within a month of the tournament. The tour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean, that's mm-hmm. exactly the leverage they think so they just, have. It's just arrogance, just, just pure exactly. arrogance. Exactly. You know, and it's, it's just great. Because here's what I have to think. I mean, this could be in the short term, and I'll get to why. Well, and I think we all know why I think this is going to be in the short term. In the short term, this is going to be very damaging for them because – not all, but I would venture most golf fans, right? Watch golf under – here's the circumstances. I, I won't apply it to everybody. I'll see what you think. Here's the circumstances by which I watch golf. Number one, anytime Tiger Woods is playing. Number two, any major. Number three, I'll watch on a Sunday if a couple of big names are going back and forth and I happen to have heard about it on Friday or Saturday, I'll check in. Right. I'm not rushing home to watch the Milwaukee Open, open or whatever. It, it's I'm not doing that. And, tell and you, I suspect most people who would consider themselves, air quote, golf fans are more like me than somebody who are going to watch the PGA every week, week in and week out. And I'm going to tell you something. One of your criterias, if Tiger Woods is playing, the disservice they gave him in the last uh, – in the PGA. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was beating it around, and it was every shot. I don't want to see it. It's, it's the same with, like, Arnold Palmer, Jack Nichols. I mean, I don't want to see him out there hacking around to an 80. Right. I yeah. mean, you're just, you're destroyed. You know, come here, son. This is the greatest golfer I ever watched. He's <laughs> knocking it in the woods. He and looks the, like me out yeah, there, yeah. I know. I mean, I, it, it was it was really bad, especially at the PGA. Every round, I mean, it was just and, and here's Tiger Woods punching out of the trees. I, I don't need to see this. And you know, if he's up there on Saturday or Sunday or yeah, I mean on Thursday, yeah, I'll watch. Right. If he shoots a seventy-eight, I'm not tuning in to watch him yeah. anymore. Yeah. You know, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I really think they need to cut back look i get it he's the draw of the day but man when you're shooting 80 let it alone you forgot number four a pandemic well yeah yeah i I certainly watch more golf than that that nascar i mean i got back into nascar because of that day there are only two sports going on so you're gonna poop his criteria for watching the live tour now he he added another one yeah added to it so you think there's gonna be another pandemic Monkeypox. Get get the monkeypox. Yeah, monkeypox. Or Omnicron. But anyway, let's get back into this thing. Omnicronpox. Monkeycronpox. Omnipox. That would be my luck. I'd get that one. So, so you have that, and so I guess here's a question for you: Does the tour make most of their money? I have to assume because everybody else does off of TV, right? I would assume so. Now you've yeah. got these big names leaving. I don't imagine too many. Obviously, enough for NBC and CBS and all these uh, these networks to pay for these lower level tournaments. But you know, the more big names you take out, because you're banning this person, and so now they're just throwing two middle fingers in the air and quitting. Your TV ratings go down. The money goes down. So all of that to say, when the Live Tour folds, and it's going to fold, 
I mean, we got this big tournament, big name. This is the biggest story in sports right now, arguably, right, is this live tour and all these people leaving. Do you know this, this thing isn't on TV? They don't have a TV partner. You watch it on Facebook, YouTube, or the Live Tours website. So you can throw all this big Saudi money in, and I know that money runs long like train smoke. I understand that. But at some point, I have to think they want to get some money back. And if you can't get on TV, and they may struggle to get on TV, that'll be the final straw to break, right, where somebody, Fox, NBC, somebody breaks ranks with the PGA and says, this is where it's at. I'm going to go get this one. And now they're making money. But anyhow, I say all that, I don't think it's going to happen. So this lasts for a year or two. Then if you think if DeChambeau and Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler and who did I forget? Uh, Mickelson. Phil, even Phil Mickelson. Yeah. Any of these guys, if they come collectively, say the Live Tour folded, we want to come play the Shell Houston Open. Do you think the PGA Tour is going to tell them no? No. No, this is a bluff. This is sure. an absolute bluff. You know what needs to happen to end all this right now? To end all this right now. If Tiger Woods announces, I'm going and playing in this event in England, and I'm going to be back for whatever, well, the U.S. Opens the week after, whatever the next PGA Tour event is, go ahead and hold me out. You know that's not going to happen, and this whole thing's going to be over. Yeah, but the problem is, is Tiger's not playing in the U.S. Well, Open. Well, no, no. And, you know, so his body needs enough time, you know, more time. But look, I think he's just getting ready for St. Andrews. If he has a chance to be competitive, it's there. Yeah, That's a big if, I grant you. Right. If he has a chance, been flat and you know, and everybody says, you know, yeah, you know, it's Tiger Woods and so forth. You know, you know, look at Tom Watson. He almost won the British Open. You know, at, at fifty eight or whatever it was. But Tom Watson doesn't swing like Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. He hasn't been in a million wrecks. He hasn't had right. his body destroyed and broken bones and. You know, his, and just all that scrumping. Yeah, just way too much scrumping. It's it's and wore just himself out. A lot of that, you know. Yes, indeed, scrumping in the car, yeah. right, running yeah. in the tree. Yeah. Trees don't scrump too good. No. You know, they. <laughs> well, I knew a guy. We won't tell that. No, story. we won't do that. <laughs> I'm gonna poo-poo your folding, and I'm gonna say that Liv is going to get a streaming contact, whether it be. Apple or Amazon, Netflix, somebody like that is going to take the chance. Like we're seeing with Apple and Amazon on MLB and the NFL right now. Yeah, I'm not I'm not so sure. I'm convinced that it's going to fold either. Well, okay, but streaming. Yep. The average American golf fan, just for comparison's sake, not the individual. Do they look more like me or look more like Rick Briggs? Valid. I don't know anymore. No, I think the majority of people have some form to stream, whether it be a smart TV or a fire That's stick. That's true. But so, I, I will tell you this, though. I am 57 years younger than Rick Briggs. Valid. So I have kind of came at the end of or the beginning of streaming, right? I still, unless absolutely necessary, refuse to do it. I am still more likely to put on something I can only kind of tolerate on TV where it's simple than going out and seeking something I really want to watch on but a streaming service. And most golf fans are just kind of casual fans. It's Sunday afternoon. I, these dummies finally quit text messaging all day. The grass is moving. I'm going to sit down and turn on. Oh, there's a golf tour. That'll be good. That'll help me while I sit here and take the nap. I have to go through all those steps that is streaming. I, but see, the problem is 
You're 57 years younger than me. That's true. That's a confirmed are, fact. But you are just me 57 years early. That's all. Don't There's, say that. There's That's no insulting. difference. That's insulting. <laughs> Bite your damn tongue. <laughs> I don't have to. Bite it. I don't. Truth don't bother me none, pal. <laughs> It's look, a, look a, over here. That's a horrible I thing I can hold say. up a mirror. That's it's the a, same damn thing. Of pal. all the, the horrific, filthy, nasty, racist things you've said to me over the years. Racist I made up. That was probably yeah, that, over the top. But too far. Too all far. the awful things you've said to me, they pale in comparison to you. what you just said. Hmm. <laughs> I hate when you do that. <laughs> I'm going to give you a couple numbers before we get out of here. I'm and this, gonna give you more numbers. Oh, 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 uh, yeah. Let's do that. <laughs> All right, shit. Aw, what's wrong? You don't like our weekly segment? It hasn't folded yet. Did the playoffs start yet? We have two more weeks. Two more weeks. Don't bury the lead. I think it's a little hot. There you go. We recently saw. Oh, it's radio voice time. Week eight of the USFL in Birmingham. The Pittsburgh Maulers at New Jersey Generals in Birmingham. Birmingham. Unfortunately, the Maulers lost again in Birmingham. Lost yet again, eighteen to twenty-nine. New Orleans twenty-nine. Yeah, don't be the eighteen to twenty-nine guy. Don't be that guy. We are going to mute your microphone. New Orleans, New Orleans Breakers. Can't get that one out. Birmingham Stallions. Still hot, Rick says. Well, turn down the hearing aid. (laughs) He even insulted you in his radio voice. I like that. Birmingham Stallions 10, New Orleans 9. Oh, another barn burner in Birmingham. I got that one. Good. You say it. I'm not. I'm mad. It's you today. (laughs) New Orleans finally making field goals. Michigan Panthers at Philadelphia in Birmingham. Philadelphia Stars 46, Michigan Panthers 24. Tampa Bay Bandits. Thrashed the gamblers. Thrashed them. Thrashed them in Birmingham. Another barn burner. 13 to 3. God almighty. <laughs> so I did do some math. Oh, good. So I actually have a 14 and 14 record. If you take out the Pittsburgh games where I always take Pittsburgh, 13 and 8. Oh, so, so you have a soft spot, a weakness for the Maulers. I do. I, I'm a bit of a homer like that. But now we get into the most epic of weeks. The most epic of weeks, you say. Until the following week. Well, of course. Because this is make or break week, folks. In Birmingham. New Jersey Generals at Michigan Panthers. Oh, I bet you the over-under is 11 on that one. We are going to take the New Jersey Generals, who are 7-1, and one, giving 7.5, and the under at 46.5. If your book takes same games and stats take Darius Victor Darius Victor ooh wow. player props 100 yards and two touchdowns this is how we got to number 14 <laughs> USFL player props that's it man we are the official podcast of the USFL in Birmingham <laughs> Houston Gamblers at Birmingham Stallions in Birmingham thank you the 1 in 7 Gamblers facing off Against the Stallions, who are 8-0, take the Gamblers, 12.5, getting 12.5. Wait, the Gamblers are 8-0? No, the oh, Stallions are 8 The Stallions are 8-0. But. Oh, bite well, your tongue, you don't know this? 
<laughs> I forgot. <laughs> okay. You'll see why here soon, why you take I'm the 12 angry. and a half. I'm anger drunk. <laughs> also, take the over at 43.5. Look for Brandon Aubrey to extend his oh. points lead Whoa. and get five-plus field goals. We're going to skip ahead. And we're going to take the Philadelphia Stars at the Pittsburgh Maulers. Oh, it is, is now when the Maulers get off the schneid. Well, they are 1-7, and seven, so they will re-get off the schneid. Yeah. Take them at the plus 290 and the under at 48.5. Look for... Can you re- imagine being so bad you're plus 290 in the USFL? <laughs> <laughs> take Remiz Ahmed. Oh. With the win... With a 55-plus yard field goal. Oh, wow. Man. At now, the horn. for the game of the week. <laughs> Why'd you roll your eyes? Oh, I didn't. I was just so excited about it, I almost <laughs> threw up. The Tampa Bay Bandits, who are 4-4 four and four at New Orleans Birmingham. Breakers, who are 5-3. and three. Take the 3.5. Oh, in Birmingham, sorry. <laughs> Take the 3.5 for the Bandits, the over at 43.5. This is going to be a battle of the QBs. Jordan Tayamu comes out on the top with two passing touchdowns and one rushing TD. You may ask why this is the game of the week. When the North is in an utter battle for first and second place. That's right. The Generals. Why did that go away? <laughs> because your producer sucks. He does. He needs to get better. The Generals are plus 250 to win the championship. The Stars plus 700. The Generals are locked in first. The Stars are locked at second. The South, the Stallions are plus 175, locked in at first. But the Breakers and the Bandits battling it out for second to get into the semis in two weeks. Ladies and gentlemen, that is your USFL Picks, parlays, and player props. In Birmingham. In Birmingham. Yay. Until next week. Where where did they – oh, they're playing in Canton for the final? For the playoffs. What do they, what do they call oh, the, the championship in the USFL? Just the playoffs in the USFL championship. Uh, that's boring. You should rename it. The Levy Trophy. I bet you if we threw them 10 bucks, we could get the uh, Chaos and Disorder Championship. Hey. That would be I'll right. give them a – $18. Oh, the Flieger and Briggs trophy instead of Lombardi trophy. I like it. That would be it. awesome. I can go down to the corner and probably get something made up. Yeah, get one of these done here. Yeah. Like the, Maybe the caveman a trophy. Like yeah, a we got the belt here. That would be awesome. Well, get on that. Call the commissioner, whoever that is. Maybe chains instead of rings. Good idea. If nothing else, I come up with good ideas. Can't execute on any. No. There's nothing else, that's for sure. Are we done? Or you I, got something? Apparently. More? Well, I was going to, but, you know, we kind of got off of golf, so. <laughs> we had a hard time sticking with that one. Yeah. I mean, you can bring it back. Well, there yeah, You was, guys have a whole show to kill next week. Although, I'm going to call that's in. That's true. That's all right. Well, we'll do these next week because they're very. High on very Larry's impre- Lemonade. Very will, impressive numbers. Will you be calling in to 215-383-3840? I will. I, right. I will call in that way. We won't even have to watch you fumble around otherwise trying to get me on the air. What? We have simplified things for you. You don't think I'll fumble around with well, just that? Well, that? that's true. Yeah, he won't even be able to hit the button to answer it. <laughs> Is it this button? 
Yeah, we'll have to run a test later. All right, well, let's yeah. get the hell out of here. All right, thanks for joining us. We are Flieger and Brady. I started out chaos with and disorder. And keep voting at podcastmagazine.com, yes. the hot 50. Get us up into the top 10. Yeah, let's top off at 11. No. I don't want to be too fancy. I don't I want to get too big, too big for my britches. 10. How about 8? 11. That's the sweet spot. 8 sounds better. I mean, not top five, not top ten, or but top ten. Better than this week. Let's this just get month. them votes in. Eleven. We'll see where it comes up. Eleven we'll take. We're at 14 now, yeah. so why yeah. not? I like 11. All right. So, as I said, I will be no away. aspirations. These two rum-dums are going to try God. in vain to get the show on the air next week. But I will call in. I will be high. Not on anger this time, and but on Larry's answer. Lemonade. And so, so great fun coming up. Maybe we'll talk about you the wood tour. You know the tour. fun part about that is you call in. You can hang up on me anytime we, we you get annoyed with me. We have all the control. Ain't nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Except for your ass isn't standing up to go do it, and there's no way he'll ever figure out how to hang up That's on me. That's a good point. So, <laughs> I consider yeah. my, my spot safe yeah. in the lineup next good point. week. So check out everything at Chaos and Disorder on Twitter. Chaos and Disorder Pod on Facebook. Let's play Tummy Sticks at Grinder.com to get your questions in. Until next time, we'll see you. Take care. And the foul towel. Well, of course. Gently used. Twice removed. So the picture for the website, if I Google foul towel, do you think I could find one appropriate enough for our family-friendly website? No. (laughs) Family-friendly. Family-friendly. Between the old doggy door photos. Yeah, I've had a couple of those. I'd like to know what you consider a family to be family-friendly. You you see how I act, so I I don't know how normal families do it. Hey, speaking of family, have you two ever done anything to embarrass your child? Oh, many times. I live for it. Okay, well, episode 53, my daughter pooped on the toilet tonight. <laughs> During the episode? During the episode. Oh, so you missed it. I got Do a we text. really need to know that? Well, I'm embarrassing her on episode 53. That's she right. could care less. Well, we'll play it back at her wedding. Exactly. Okay, that's good. That's fair. <laughs> we just play the whole episode. Oh, that'd be... That, it would be an empty hall by the time we got to the poop part. Fair enough. On that note, hasta luego. Bye, horse. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Oh, you're quite Goodbye. welcome. Yes. We'll get our 12 Hi, listens. Kathy. And- <laughs>